I mean, how are you meant to get off to a good start when you have to deal with all this nonsense before you can even get a thought out? I have... Oh, fuck. I have no thoughts to give on this episode, so... Oh, you have nothing? I came in unprepared. Oh, shit. I don't you know, know what I, you got going. I did have uh, I did have some good stuff. Yeah. Over the, I mean, how long has it been? A couple of weeks? Over the last couple yeah. of weeks, I've had a few observations, a few witty remarks, retorts, uh, wry observations, wry thoughts. Yeah. Can you have a wry thought? Is anything else done wryly other than observing? Uh, Yeah, you can do a wry comment. Right comment, but that's almost like a right observation. They basically describe the same thing. It's an observation writ aloud. Yeah, but I've never heard of anyone. Write that down. That's uh, a fucking. That's I, a good one. That's called ontology. <laughs> yes. Speaking of ontology, fun. Let's start off right at the top, promoting a little promo. Are we allowed to do that? Pro- uh, promoting what? A little podcast that I like to call, uh, what's it called? Famosis Philosophy. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's such a, that's so much better a title. That is so much better a title. Oh, if only I thought of that. Um, no, because I recorded it. I wanted to get it out the same night, so I had to come up with an entire brand name for it just while I was uploading it to fucking SoundCloud or whatever. And yeah, for those, of you, for those of you PQP fans in the audience, I'm missing your fix. Now you can these. be just a PP fan. Philistine philosophy. Yes, there you go. <laughs> yes, Philistine philosophy on iTunes now. It's actually up there, I'm happy to say. I don't know what it was about the market that accepted it so much faster this time. I seem to recall... Oh, poor quality. had a terrible time getting onto yeah, iTunes. Yeah, it was like Spotify only for the first like, yeah, three episodes. Yeah, Spotify and SoundCloud only. I mean, uh, I think the problem with the poor quality podcast was that it's called poor quality. Mm. And I think uh, Apple or iTunes or whatever, you know, they part of what they do when they review a podcast for submission is uh, do a quality check. Mm. You know, make sure the basic quality control, make sure it's not too loud, too quiet, too whatever, among other things. And uh, I think they probably just took one look at the name Poor Quality Podcast and said no. Yeah. But I persevered. I kept pushing it at them. We kept doing more and more episodes. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> kept re- resubmitting it and eventually got up. This one got up uh, within a couple of days. Yeah. And let me tell you guys. it's cultured. Philo- <laughs> well, that's what Philistine I was going to say. Philosophy. So I was listening to it on the way up here. Like a kind of like a, I don't know if it makes me a cuck or a stag to listen to I'm my partner. Sure. That's get, a little weird, isn't it? Listen to my partner get blown out by another podcasting partner. Well, I'm not sexually. Getting, yeah, like you know, because obviously he's the bull here, and you're the hot wife, mm. and I'm either gonna be the cuck or the stag. You know what a stag is, right? I just don't see any uh, any outcome where you're a male in this equation. <laughs> no, of course I am. What do you? I'm the guy on the chair in the corner. I'm the cheating wife, really. Well, no, no, no. It's not cheating. I'm watching. Oh, okay. So we're doing it for your for your pleasure and entertainment. Yeah. Well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't brief you on it at all. It's actually. I've had that idea since uh, before the new year. I wow. Think Rachel, yeah, you really, list. you really have been sitting on that. Well, it's more the uh, Daniel is fucking really bad at uh, getting back to you about anything. You know, <laughs> you can I mean, be like, yeah, hey, we should do months. this. And I hadn't seen him for about a year until <laughs> I did that. Seriously, yeah. just out of pure him not being around. When I got married, I sent him a wedding invitation. And he just went, oh, no, I'm okay. <laughs> He's that kind of guy. Like He yeah. won't leave his house if he doesn't have to. Right. You know? Well, this is perfect for him then. Cause yeah, because I, I come to it, I assume you guys did it remotely? No. Oh, I was no, going to say, I, how'd I you went, get the sound quality so good? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I went to him. Yeah. I went to him, his, his weird little Spartan apartment. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's all minimalist. Very minimalist. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know how he survives with what he has. Yeah. He's it's, it's a bigger but he's got like an oddly he's one of those people also that would just find a unnaturally good deal wherever he goes. Yeah, of course. So he's got an apartment in the center of Westwood, which is like UCLA territory. Mm. And that's it's super expensive there. Like students who yeah. rent out even just individual dorm rooms there, they're paying like fifteen hundred dollars a month. Uh, he's got this apartment, which is pretty big. I would say it was about 750 square feet and uh, like a one-bedroom apartment. $1,100. Yeah, of course. Why yeah. not? And that went up and he was pissed off. It went up yeah. from he used to pay like 950 Yeah. And, and so he he's just, just living I don't know that. how that's, he manages to do it. That's like one class on adjunct pay. That's less than one class on adjunct pay, so he's probably doing okay. Yeah. Well, I don't want to talk about his, you know, his, his situation too much without his permission, but he's doing very well off the coronavirus. Oh yeah, a lot of remote yeah. teaching and stuff. Well, he's he's still doing his remote teaching, and he saves money on transport because mm-hmm. he used to have to commute to to where he he doesn't drive, so mm-hmm. he had to commute to where he taught. Uh, now he's doing it all remotely, and then when that job finishes, he gets to go on unemployment, which pays him more than his job does. So <laughs> yeah, he's got it pretty good, and he's saving money by not going out spending money on craft beer every day. Yeah, anyway. which is weird because I feel like the craft beer market, and you know, I don't know if we've ever, I don't know if we've ever made any wry observations about the craft beer community, <laughs> but good lord, They're what an interesting quite bunch. Something, I've, yeah. Uh, because of my friendship with uh, with Daniel, I've been mm-hmm. to a lot of. Uh, you know, proper niche breweries. Um, he actually came up with me one of my trips to uh, Northern California. Uh, he came up with me because I promised him if he tagged along that we'd go to a few of the breweries up there that he likes. And like yeah. his favorite, one of his favorite ones in the world is up there. And we went to it and he's going on about how it's the most, I'm thinking in my head, wow, it's like, you know, it's made by monks. It's fucking like yeah, some kind of celestial beer that they've got. Yeah, it's like a daycare in there. You know, like it's horrible... Um, what do you call it? Like vinyl flooring, mm-hmm. and uh, there were kids running around. It smelled like a kind of daycare, like a nursery school, and uh, it was gross. It was fucking horrible in there. <laughs> the beer was fine, I guess, but I was like, yeah. "How the fuck is this such a sophisticated place?" I can't remember the name of it, but it had some douchey name. And uh, it wasn't uh, like Forty Second Amendment or whatever it's called, right? No, no, it had like a Twenty um, First Amendment. Well, I don't know what the. No, I honestly forget the name, but it was some kind of you know foreign. Uh, maybe French or Spanish mm, okay. style name, and uh, you know sounds very elegant and very sophisticated. Yeah. And you go in there, it's just a kid going like, <laughs> <laughs> "That is kind of the thing." Is like a lot of I. It's interesting. I don't know. I'm I'm interested anytime somebody talks kind of passionately about something they seem to know a lot about. But I do have a healthy or perhaps unhealthy amount of skepticism of where I'm like. I think a lot of this shit might taste the same. Uh, I wouldn't be yeah. shocked if you gave someone Budweiser in a fancy can and gave them like a little bio on the side of the can and they were like, this rules. Well, they've done tests with... The, I don't know about beer so much. Beer, I think, does have pretty distinct flavors. Uh, it does. And I've had beer that is fancy that I think is great, but my favorite beer in the world is still, you know... Yeah, no, I'm kind of like yeah. that too. I'm a bit of a Philistine when it comes to beer. Like, yeah. Through Daniel, I've had some of, probably, mm-hmm. I would imagine, some of the best beers you can get. Yeah. And, you know, some of it's in like these fucking big old wine bowls and it smells like actual feet. And oh, yeah. he likes, he thinks that's good. You know, he likes yeah. the kind of rotten taste of beer, which apparently makes And Daniel's good. given me some of his fancy beers before. and Oh, he has? 
Well, he'll he'll buy like again like a wine bottle, so he'll pour me a little nipper of it. Right, He's not giving right. me a full fucking beer. I, I forgot you'd crazy. even. I forgot you'd even met him. How many times have you met him? Once, three, three or four. Oh, really? Yeah, I've been around him. I remember one time where we all went to see the mountain. No, he didn't come with us then. When no, did you? That meet was him? just you and Juggy. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'll believe you that you met him, but yeah, I've definitely <laughs> met him. He he kind of like got into this mode where he was talking about how he was gonna fuck me. What? Like as a as a kind of a show of dominance, <laughs> like that sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so I've had some of his fancy ass business. And to be fair, he got when he mm-hmm. met me, I wouldn't touch like IPAs or anything like that. Really, I wouldn't touch them at all. I just didn't like. It. I, I, I'll try anything. I, no, I thought it was all bollocks. I thought it was all pretentious and that they tasted Ooh. bad. Uh, so I was wow. always sticking to like Corona and fucking Heineken mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Uh, but then he took, you know, he taught me how to drink some of them and I got pretty into some and like, you know, there are some that I will still go for, you know, like Allagash, I still think is great. And, uh, uh, what's the other one? A Phantom Carriage, a brewery down in El Segundo, um, yeah. which is awesome. Uh, yeah. but I won't go out of my way in it. If given the option, I'll usually settle for a cheaper and shittier beer. I like Coors Banquet and... Right now, we're drinking Carlsberg. And we are definitely drinking Carlsberg right now. Yeah. yeah, I have a friend, and, and I, I adore this girl, but every time I, I go over to her place or see her, she's got... She's one of those people that their fridge, it's like they never bought, they have never bought a six pack of anything. Right. At right, most, right. they got the four packs of like the 20 ounce, can, yeah. like the tallish cans. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know how many ounces there are, but like it might be 20 ounces rather than 12 or something. Yeah. Um, but she's like someone who really knows beer, like really into it. And um, she'll tell you about all the breweries and whatever. But what's funny is all communities, every single, co- if there's an interest, this is like a law. If there is, I'm going to call this Bowsman's law. If there is an interest, people will solidify a community around it. Mm-hmm. And the community will then become extremely lame. <laughs> like... <laughs> The community will lead to these weird dramas. Because I remember talking to this person about um, Golden Road Brewery. Yeah. And she was like, <laughs> you know, like a scoff. Well, it's a bit of a mainstream. Yeah. And I was brewery, like, yeah. what's wrong with it? And she was like, and she said to me in total earnest, she goes, anyone who's into LA beer knows that they are shit. They're and perfectly like, fine, by the way. Honestly, <laughs> well, she seems to dislike them on b- flavor grounds, but also like there seemed to be some some blood there. Oh, really? Like there seemed to be like they have somehow. I think they <laughs> They'd wronged her. In some well, way. I don't know her, but I think that like they maybe lost their rep. Like they might be owned by Anheuser now or something like that. Yeah. And so I think that they had sort of, and maybe the product diminished. I don't know. They seem to make about seventy five different new beers a day every time. Because, uh, you know, the six-packs are only seven ninety nine. So when I go to the liquor store for beer, I get a little six-pack of cans. It's eight bucks. Uh-huh. And I try all the different... I don't like any of the shit with fruit in it. But, like, that shit's too sweet. It's gross. Mm. But, um, you know, and they got it all. It's like they got wolf pups. They got wolf among weeds. They got pup on a surfboard. They got wolf dog pup. They got, like, eight... <laughs> t- it's, like, all just these weird... It's like an AI kind of like getting like source decay. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> and to be honest, she's been right because almost all of them are shit. The oh, only one I like enough. is is Wolf Pup. Yeah, I think yeah. Wolf Pup is fine. Um, but getting back to the podcast, though. 
Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Formosis, well, I don't know. Formosis philosophy, yeah. Well, yeah, uh, what did, you said you were listening to it on the way up. What do you think of that? It's fantastic. Oh, yes. I All would right. say... That's I, a seal of approval right there. I would say, uh, as someone with, um, you know, uh, an adjacent interest in and knowledge of philosophy... Yeah. Uh, ...based on things I've studied, which kind of tend to, you know, bleed over, and it gets into that discussion. Yeah, it does. Uh, yeah, it's fantastic. And I will say this also... I think it's both of you at your best, interestingly, because <laughs> I think you are you are good as a kind of moderator and like because the focus is really Daniel in Especially that show. Especially me interviewing him. Yeah. Yeah. And I what the thing I was really impressed by is how insanely well-spoken he is. Incredibly. Everything he says sounds like he thought about it all. You know what I mean? Like, well, he has. That's the thing, right? But all like, those questions I guess what I'm I mean asking is, him is, he probably has talked about at some point, right? right yeah. Like, the but like he, there's no ums, ahs, anything. Like, I'm sure there are. But. I don't know, dude. Even like talking, he didn't sound like the Daniel I've talked to in person. Yeah, he was really in a kind of mode where he was like locked in, and it was impressive to see. Yeah, if you get him talking about that. Well, and, <laughs> yeah, and he and he I will. have talked about it, but he's he's very he's also very nice and humble, and he doesn't talk down to anybody when he talks philosophy. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's kind of the teacher in him as well. It made me think, wow, he must be a really good teacher. I'm sure he is. Yeah, yeah. but um, he definitely like has talked to me about things, and you know, he was like showing me some passages by Nick Land, but it was like a very, of course, he's obsessed with Nick. He Land. loves Nick Land, <laughs> but of course, you know, we were talking a little about like about like Deleuze and like you know things like that, things that intersect more with my spheres of study mm-hmm. like Deleuze and Foucault and all that bullshit comparative and literature type stuff well just not comparative literature but like lit theory and critical theory okay. and like the kind of more loose continental philosophers as okay. opposed to I think he can cons- I think he said actually that he considers himself more of the um, you know rationalist and materialist school of things mm-hmm. And I know he said he's like, if he's anything, he's kind of a Kantian. Yeah. Or a neo-Kantian, he said. And I know that Deleuze was heavily influenced by Kant. But the only reason I know that is because one of my teachers identified as a Deleuzean. And he talked a lot about how great Kant was. I think most... But it's funny because Deleuze, to me, I think of him as a... I don't know. Again, it just shows how little I know about philosophy. Because I think, when I think Deleuze, I think... Post structuralism, post modernism, and like, you know, his whole philosophy of difference and ontology being defined by like shifting social norms and stuff like that, very Foucauldian and very Derridian, the idea of meaning often being deferred or, sub, you know, subject and slippery, right. which seems to me counter to the Kantian project, but I don't know anything about the Kantian project, apparently. And obviously, the link between. The people they always say are like the biggest Deleuzian guys are Spinoza and Kant. All I know about yeah. Kant is categorical imperative, and I've kind of forgotten what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Kant, the, I believe the categorical imperative was his attempt to. And again, I'm not the guy. We're not. This is not. Yeah, no. Let's. This not is do not Famosa's oh. philosophy. <laughs> Fuck! I really missed the trait by not calling it that. Yeah. But what I really want to do is I want to get on that podcast now. I'm sure you will be able to at some point. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I got to find something that I can talk about, though. Uh, honestly, I'm not even entirely sure where it's going to go. I mean, I had my... I think you guys should do subject I was going to do it that yeah. way. I was going to do it, uh, you know, like this one will just be a... Whoops. 
Yeah. This one will just be a broad introduction, and then yeah. we'll do. All right, and I won't lie to you. That, about this. that to me was definitely that. where I was a little bit like, if the, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not here to give feedback, but I was definitely like, when it got into the biographical details, I was like, all right, boys, wrap it up. Yeah, because yeah, like, because when you got a PhD, like, I don't know, like, the, to me, the real appeal of it is it's funny and it's engaging and it's accessible. Yeah, but you are getting like this extreme font of knowledge. Yes. So yeah, it's. I we mean, had to. You understand? We had it's to got get that legs, dude. Yeah, it's but got we, legs. Had, we had to get that out of oh, the way. Of course, of you course, know, of if, if someone doesn't know me or him, especially, I'm mm-hmm. saying uh, it's good to kind of give a brief background. That also, one, I think, I think that one's got legs. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's more. This just, one, it's, I think it's got <laughs> this one. I don't know. <laughs> Tentacles. <laughs> <at best. laughs> it's got feelers. Yeah, yeah it's, <laughs> still grasping around yeah, in the dark. It's, it's like yeah, a sh- lobster with like <laughs> little eye stalks. Yeah, I think this is technically our one-year anniversary, though. I mean, obviously not to the day, but I think this is the. Uh, oh, there we go. I think straddling the one-year anniversary. Yeah. All right. We've been doing this for a fucking year. What have we learned? (laughs) Have we even changed? The crap. Yeah, we got worse. Have you listened to (laughs) early? Have you listened to early poor quality podcasts? When we used to be funny. It fucking rules. Like the first 10 episodes of poor quality podcast are awesome. You know, I got to say, and I, you know, I don't, I don't want to sound like a, um, like a workman blaming his tools, right? But yeah. I think there was something about being in that old apartment where mm-hmm. we felt really good. We used to go there and have those conversations kind of right. naturally Maybe. and then started recording them. Whereas when we moved up here, you'd never really come here just to hang out. And still to this day, you mostly come here just to do this. I've never come here and not recorded. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that might be something to do with it. It always feels like an event rather than... Before, where it was like, oh, yeah. we, well, we could do this. Yeah. We could start, you know, felt a little bit more organic back then. And yeah, so maybe that's, maybe that's, which is interesting because a lot of them, it did always, actually, I, I might disagree with you because I feel like the thing that really drives the first like 10 episodes is you always seem to have something to talk about when yeah. we start. Like you, and, and however small it is, like sometimes it'll be like, I'm going to rip on the Adams Family trailer or, <laughs> and that's good content. Yeah, but it was yeah. never like I came to... Well, I don't think... Well, sometimes you would come with something, and maybe sometimes I would come with something too, but usually it, what, it was like... It wasn't like I came going, oh, I'm going to talk about this today. It was always... Well, the, we mean, would be talking about something, and then you'd be like, oh, we should we should record. I mean, we all know what our free bird is. Pendulette. Well, no. <laughs> I guess that's in the sense that of, it's... Of cameo fame. Most, oh, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's get back to the basics, oh, baby. that's fucking bleakness writ large, man. <laughs> cameo. Pendulite on cameo. Preaching love. Preaching love. Preaching love for $75 a pop. <laughs> yeah, it's pricey. It's, it's for charity this dude, week. Dude, I was like... I was like, dude, that's the funniest, like gag gift to sean oh, like man, yeah, but then i was it. like i might do it yeah i might still do it one day but like <laughs> it's too expensive for me it's too it's like i'm it. like ah oh, it's just not, 75 dollars oh. and fucking if it was like 45 dollars i would do it if it was 45 dollars <laughs> i'd be like that's a meal you know what i mean but 75 dollars i'm like that's too much we for- could get him to pimp the podcast we could like pool our resources and get him to <laughs> Give a shout out to the poor quality podcast. <laughs> Put Everyone out the go listen yeah. to the uh, poor quality podcast. We've needed a jingle for a while, yeah. so like, maybe we could. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe we could uh, do that. 
We could do this is pencil. Yeah, we'll get him <laughs> just to do dude, his jingle. I'll bet you Mike Jones is selling songs for $20 a pop on Cameo. I don't right think now. Mike Jones is allowed on Cameo. I, I think, well, actually, then again, the the, the quality of some of their yeah. celebrities is uh, not oh, significantly better. Oh, dude, there's some great ones on. Edward on... Furlong, have you seen his? The little no. boy from Terminator who then completely got I know who up. Edward Furlong is, American History X. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but for those who aren't aware what happened to that kid from Terminator 2 afterwards, mm. not so good. Yeah. You it's... know, he's one of those. But he's doing them and he, can't, he clearly fucking can't be bothered. It's <laughs> definitely uh, a sort of hell. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Kirk was saying that Gilbert Gottfried talked about like how he made a shit ton of money off Cameo in a really short time. I can believe that because Gilbert Gottfried's like a really... Kind of a meme of sorts, yeah. But he's, well, I can imagine him getting a lot of requests because his voice is so mm-hmm. um, identifiable yeah. as well. Like People must want his yeah. voice as a voicemail message or whatever the fuck. Sure. But I can also imagine him, he's, very, he's notoriously very... Um, What's the word without being anti-Semitic? Oh, I know what you're going to say. You know, he's very... Uh, prudent. Prudent. Fiscally like, He likes prudent. money. Like that, yeah. it, the, do you see that documentary about him? On I Hulu? love that documentary. It's really good, yeah. yeah. But it shows how he's like, you know, the, constantly... He's got uh, hotel... You know, I was just about hotel to say, that is and suitcases yeah. under his I bed. love they cut to Anthony Justinuk and he just goes, Gilbert is the cheapest man I know. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's notoriously yeah, yeah. really cheap and yeah. really, uh, I would imagine... He takes public transit on his tours. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He takes Greyhound buses and stuff like that when he really doesn't need to. From probably the 90s onwards, he's <laughs> been pretty well off, well, I I'm think, sure. From yeah. Aladdin and fucking that kind of stuff. That was interesting. I loved seeing the footage of him like taking pictures with people at the Greyhound station. Mm-hmm. Like, totally nice about it. Yeah. They were just like, oh, Yago. I've heard like... nothing but nice things about him as a as a person. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. But it's just funny because I'm like, he must not mind because I'm like, no. you're putting yourself through. Like, if you were just in your car, you wouldn't be yeah. having to take pictures. But maybe he just doesn't mind. Let's get a little celeb gossip. You know, we might not have any. I think that my reaction to... I have two reactions to the philosophy uh, to... What is it called? Philosophical phrenology? Philistine philosophy. <laughs> oh, okay. Philistine philosophy. I think Formosa's philosophy is a much better title, though. <laughs> I just think of anything with a PH. Phrenology, Formosa's, ah, sure. Philistine. Yeah. Yeah, That's how the algorithm is designed. Anyone yeah. who just, any like infant that goes on the computer yeah. and starts going, poof, 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 it'll yeah. find our podcast. Hell yeah. Poof, I like poof. that. Yeah. Um, so. Dude, I can't wait though for like episode five when you guys start getting into like. I feel like that's one where like because Daniel's not questionable by any means, but he's very open he's to a ideas. Of, he's a bit of a um, not a decadent, well, a little bit. The- oh no, he's questionable in those ways. But I mean, like, I feel like he'll sit there and entertain any idea. Oh yeah. Whereas I'll shut it down. Because I'm like, I'm not getting, no, no, no. We're not going into this territory. And you with that sort of outlet, I'm just waiting for episode five when you guys get into race realism. And like... <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of subject that I might throw in, like, you know, just to see. Because you can often with people who are very, very academic and are yeah. kind of forced by their... By their craft and their passion to consider every every angle and consider and everything... 
is up for debate and everything mm-hmm. is, you know, you don't just sh- shoot down ideas. Yeah. With people like that, you can really fuck with them because you can get them to basically yeah. go, well, okay, I guess there's something yeah, to that. They can yeah. Argue, yeah, they yeah. can argue for anything, yeah. But even beyond, like, uh, you know, the race realism or whatever, the main... <laughs> We're not going to be talking about race realism <laughs> until we've really run out of other subjects. I'm telling you, no, you know what it is? It's the pivot. To, from Philistine <laughs> philosophy to Philistine phrenology. <laughs> you start. It could be like a, yeah. a spinoff podcast, you know. Yeah, yeah. A brand Philistine, account. Yeah. Philistine phrenology. You're like, <laughs> listen, guys. Amazon.com sells calipers. You can get out there. You can measure some skulls. Find one of your black friends and just see you what it's see like. what I mean. It's just different. Try your cat too. Yeah. <laughs> Um, um, but no, yeah. the two main thoughts I had. So the first thought I had while I was listening to the, and I, I still might have this thought. The main thoughts I had while listening to Philistine philosophy are like, this has legs. This is like, this is good. Like this, it has like the, it, first of all, it has a fucking premise and a hook. Well, you which say is, it has legs, but does it have a pelvis? I don't understand where this joke is going. With which to uh, thrust? I mean, legs are oh one thing, but um, you know, if 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 we're really gonna break into any kind of uh, you it know, might success, then we need to thrust our way. I think I, I'll say this: philosophy podcasts are not exactly few and far between, mm. but there's only a few major ones, and they're all dreadful. Well, that was my re- part of the, when I got mm. the idea was because Rachel was listening to on our way to Great Wolf Lodge. Actually, she was listening to this uh, philosophy podcast that she's got. Philosophy bites. I honestly can't remember what it's called, mm. but it was fine and it was pretty thorough and stuff like that. But it was very dry. It was basically like someone reading a Wikipedia yeah. article to mm-hmm. you. And uh, you know, I thought, well, I knew that there was something in again similar to why we do this i think i knew that my conversations with daniel were often really fascinating because like you say he knows a ton of shit that i don't know which is you know those are always the best people to talk to are people who know a ton of stuff that you don't yeah and you know he's he's got he's not just some dude he's got a you know (laughs) he's got his credentials right totally so i figured that would again be something that's worth recording i think and interestingly a lot of the most popular philosophy podcasts are just some dude mm-hmm. like it'll be yeah it's kind of like sword and scale is just some dude it's not an actual or, criminal and, and, and by the way there's psychologist there's, i'm not like an academic elitist like there's nothing wrong with being just some dude like dan carlin most popular yeah, yeah. history podcast he's exactly. just some dude who i've listened to very little of him but i will say He's good. Like his, I I'm think sure his, he is. Yeah, I think his fame is well deserved. It didn't, as much as I love making fun of him. It, I mean, my, yeah. my, the reason I didn't, you know, I mean, if I was thinking, okay, I'm gonna do a philosophy podcast, I'm not expecting to, you know, really reach that many people with it. But mm-hmm. if I was doing it in for for that kind of reason, then you might think, oh well, obviously I'll go and do my research. I'll go and listen to no, a bunch to of me, others. Like, I don't think that to me that wouldn't help because I might find something that's a little bit similar and then that would discourage me or it might influence me to go in some direction because that's what works or whatever. No, I think it works better where it is pretty much just the kind of conversations that I might have with Daniel anyway. And he himself, you know, he's he's not just. Uh, I think he even said in that first podcast, he's like, I don't I don't want to be a scholar. I don't want to be someone who just learns something and then recites it and then adapts it to adopts it as you know his way of thinking or his well, way yeah what and he, what he means but yeah he is ahead. actively working on developing his own 
completely well hopefully unique uh theories himself he's he's, he's going to be uh published sometime later uh, this year I mean, yeah i mean i i think i know what he means in the sense that like but i th- I think i know what he means in the sense that like he doesn't just want to be seen as so like like he the example he pointed out and bias you really should go listen to this uh Fuck me. Is it a bad Philistine? title? No, Philistine it's a philosophy. good title. I've yeah. just been drinking the Carlsbergs. And uh, <laughs> he's had one. I have a very empty <laughs> I have a very empty stomach right, right now. Right. I had two Entenmann's donuts today as well, so I'm flying. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I got you firing so, on all cylinders. Here. Yeah. Um so here's what I want to ask you, going back to the Bald Philosophers podcast. Is that a picture of Michel Foucault on your wall? Who is that? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's uh, Devin Townsend. Oh, yeah. That's that, Devin Townsend, that the musician. piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great musician. You should ask Daniel. Dude, honestly, you know how... So It's all- not a picture, by the way. That's a, that's a very rare collectible um, uh, four-disc release that he... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. Anyway. But what I really... So my thought process listening to... Philistine po- philosophy podcast. Hey, you was got it. Be- I got it. I was because Just call it the PP. The PP was because uh not was because was that I was thinking first thought was oh this is really good. Second thought was we should probably just end the poor quality podcast. Are you thinking about that? I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I think we're both thinking about it. I no, remember you and I, I were think. you and I were hanging out after the podcast playing chess. Yeah. And you heard it was me better. and you were like what if we ended the podcast and just hung out? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's kind of what I was saying yeah. earlier, is that it does feel a little bit sad that now half the time I see you is just for that. It's more it's than just half. to do this. Probably a little bit more, yeah, yeah. It's just to do this, and then this is our social interaction. And It's kind of nice, though, because like you, live so mate, fa- you, know? you live so far away yeah. that it is nice to have If I asked you just to hang schedule. out, I don't feel like you would come very often. I would be like, <laughs> You'd have excuses, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas with this, it's like, all right, we, here's our opportunity. And there's, no, and there's no bar for us to meet at anymore. But yeah, I enjoy. I enjoy yeah, not the, for a while either. I enjoy the excuse that this podcast has given to hang out and chat. And I almost think it's funny if we like if, if it's one of those things that just keeps going, even though <laughs> yeah. it's because there's no there's no obligation. No, yeah, no, no obligation. We don't have a schedule. No yeah. one's listening. Yeah, yeah, and you know, every now and then we might hit on something that's quite good. True. And for me, I think I would quite like to have something to you know. Once I get sick of everything else that's out there, when I'm older, I might want to have to have a listen back to this. Yeah, the good times. Myself. Yeah, there's that. So. um I know. I don't have my social media anymore. PQP forever. I think, but I also think that's something that's quite funny. I, I, yeah. I, my ultimate intention is that when I die, there are enough unreleased. Like I want to have a. We've already got probably five <laughs> hours more, dude. <laughs> uh, people, people hit me up. I don't know if they hit you up. I think I'm the more accessible. No host. one hits me up. I think I'm the more accessible host. Okay, but people hit me up a lot, and they go. When's the next episode? Uh huh. And I'm like, we recorded one a week ago. <laughs> it's nowhere to be found. And I've just decided people not don't to. understand how editorially fu- like people probably hear this and they're like, they just record straight in. No, Sean oh, is yeah, an no, editor. I, I'm core. a fucking. I will. It, it, so imagine how shit it is yeah. now. Like what you hear. No. Imagine what it actually was. 
Because it was usually about twice as long. This goes back to release the max cut. I think people want to hear that shit. Like, I think no, people, dude. I think with podcasting, it really does come down to quantity over quality. It's because usually people listen to it while they drive. It was still while they no, work no, out. They just want more. I understand that, but it's usually it's usually me for my own site that I'll cut out. It's usually when I've hit a point where I'm like, oh, you're making you're not making any sense, or you're saying sometimes things that you, might you get a little you get a few drinks in you, yeah, and, and then and it you just rants, becomes, and it's just it me becomes going, a rant. It's me yeah. going, yeah. Yeah, 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 and that's no, and that's not even a conversation anymore. That's just me being like angry, yeah. and I don't need to hear that, and I don't think anyone else really needs to hear that more no. often than they already do. So, but anyway, my my point is that I want this to keep going because I want when I die, whenever that is, yeah, could be very soon. Uh, I want there to be episodes that are left untapped. They're, they're on my computer. They're saved. Oh, yeah. like they're, they are kind of ready to go. There are all these bits and pieces yeah. that are ready to go. I want them to keep coming out after I've died. Oh, nice. And I want it Posthumous. to be funny. If I die when I'm older, I want it to be the you know episodes I recorded when I was 28 or 29 yeah. come out. I just I like that idea. I like that idea too. I yeah, think that's funny. It. So like, just keep it going. Hey, just we'll keep never it going. There's no point. Even if we're doing one episode a month at some point. Ah, at some point we'll do it once a year. Yeah, you fuck know it. whatever. It, it doesn't it, matter. Keep it going. I don't think it should. It ever, really doesn't matter. I don't think it should ever be given an end. A the specific sound, end. The SoundCloud Libsyn costs doesn't make a difference. Like which I'm like, paying all of, by the way. But yeah. Yeah, you know what? Good. <laughs> like ten bucks a month. That's what that's what affords me creative control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got the final cut. That's the other thing. This is the first podcast that I have not been in control of, and I think it makes me very lax. All uh-huh. my previous podcasts: LAX Patriots, Popcorn Buddies, Samcast. All my classic. I was the host, editor, uploader, description writer. All of I did all of it. Yeah, that's why I am now, and that's why I don't try to get on your nuts too much about like where's the newest episode because I'm like, yeah, it's kind of a lot. It's more than people think it is. Well, it's not so much that. It's usually I just don't have time. You're, uh, and I you're scrupulous yeah. and you're considerate of me, and you're like, I'm gonna go through and make sure that he didn't say his last name or Dude, do something I, fucking not, stupid. Not yeah. only that, but I cut out bits where you just sound quite stupid. I make you sound better. I do it to myself too, obviously. But like sometimes, where you you, you fumble your fucking words and then you start again, or you, you know, or like a, yeah. a particularly long um like that. Yeah. I cut those out. I make you sound better. See, thank you. So imagine again, how stupid do we sound on this podcast? It used it's actually Guys, worse. We are so much stupider than we this are podcast much reveals. much dumber. And that's why when Matt says, "Oh, you should just uh, release it uncut," release it's like, Max "No, cut, you yeah. shouldn't." Because I don't know. You know what it is? The max cut. Guys, we're storing a backlog so that when you when we open the Patreon, I did. I I thought about that for a second because I was like, "Do fucking people are listening to this? We don't advertise, obviously, because no one (laughs) no one wants us to advertise them." And I'm like nervous about people finding out about it. There's one host who has an active interest in keeping this podcast (laughs) a secret. No, we will, I don't think, ever do a Patreon for this. Or I feel like, like me that. being the host of a podcast is like something only my close friends like. <laughs> but in real, it's you know, a shame. In reality, though, this podcast is costing me about $120 a year, not to mention equipment that I had to buy to do it. Um, okay, well, these mics are mine, so. The mics are yours, but yeah. I had to buy this fucking stupid mixing desk thing, and then... Uh, yeah, I mean, you didn't have to, but you did. I did. I had to buy it because your interface didn't work. 
Oh yeah, it only ha- well, it did just in a very roundabout way because I still have the eight track. Yeah, but um, it wasn't uh, workable. It was we trash. Just, we decided it was absolutely so trash. Yeah. Spend a few hundred dollars on this fucking piece of shit that I have no other use for. Yeah, and um, you know, it's a cost and it's a time cost for sure. But I couldn't, in my good conscience, ever charge anyone for any of this. <laughs> to all, to all you in the audience. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I can never charge it. We're having fun. I can never charge it. Yeah. But, uh, Philistine philosophy? I don't know. Maybe someday. I think if if we get enough of like a bull philosophy demographic. I would like to, and here's the thing, by the way. I would like to see you promoting that one in earnest, which I know you're not good at, and neither is Daniel. Daniel, I don't think, even knows it happened. <laughs> yeah, said, if there's I, two people that shouldn't have a podcast, it's you two. When I you uploaded who's it. averse to self promotion, and him who's probably again, yeah, you're exactly right, doesn't know that he's on a podcast. I, I uploaded it the other day, and I sent him a link. And uh, yeah. two days later, this morning, I got a text back from him. <laughs> two days after I sent him the link, just a thumbs up emoji. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, no comment. Do you know on why? Because no comments busy. on the edit, yeah. no comment on how he came across or how he sounded yeah. or anything like that. Co- Just compare yeah. or rather contrast that to me. Yeah, where's your like? I don't know you. No, no, no. I'm like, where's the new episode, Sean? Like, give it, give it to me on this. I, dude, you guys don't even know. I'm the biggest fan of this podcast. Like, I get the sound, I get the early SoundCloud links, and Sean's always like, "Here, if Sometimes. you want, if you want to approve it," and I'm like, "Totally." But really, I'm just listening to it because I'm a fan. That's sweet. Dude. I never listen to them until sometimes a couple of. Well, I listen to them once in the car for sound quality reasons before I put it public. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, I don't listen to them again. It maybe a couple of months later, I'll go back and listen to one. But yeah, but po- poor quality podcast is 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 fine. It's but here to stay. It's fine and it's here to stay and it's just a fixture like a tumor. But, yeah, exactly. Um, it's a tumor that's slowly it's growing. It's a benign tumor. It's growing, yeah. but it's getting worse. Yeah, yeah. it's benign, but it's it's big. <laughs> and um, but what I really want to do is, I want to get in on. I want to be a consultant or producer on an occasional guest on the Philistine philosophy. No, you're not invited. This Let is- me in. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's been one episode and you're like well i want in on that that's better because because the grass is, is always one, greener on the other it is, side it is better no dude Two. you went off and did your fucking reading to your cat or whatever you have your thing <laughs> i got mine dude and i don't i don't see it look unless we do manage to hit that like bored philosopher demographic of which i know there are many this is what i'm saying though if we hit that demographic then great but you i don't, don't think we're know, gonna you don't know how to get there and i don't I think do. we well i don't think we're gonna and also yeah. uh not only that but as far as like the the listeners of this podcast go i don't think any of them would be interested in listening yes to it. they would absolutely right, so i got my thing now you got your thing but we're still keeping this you know it's kind of like uh like i a don't d- have a thing by the way i just have you're reading to your cat i have instagram lives that disappear after 24 hours well you know you can you can change you you have the power alone you're to right about that. that and you know what i was thinking about i was thinking of a few pitches and you guys can write in on 
in the comments and yeah, tell me what right, you think is a good just idea. Just mail us your postcards. Yeah, to, yeah, yeah. Uh, to fucking we, hell. We only accept postcards. We don't accept <laughs> letters. If you have a comment, write it on the back of a postcard. <laughs> or an Arby's receipt. Ooh, yeah. that's good. Or an Arby's postcard. Or an Arby's sandwich I'm is sure. what we're getting at. Yeah. You know, I like the Arby's beef and cheddar, but okay, they put this look. weird sauce on it. All right, look. I'm just saying. Move on. It's, it's so, true. Um, okay, so... Um, what I was gonna say is, uh, I conduct this thing like a like a fucking orchestra conductor or something. Yeah, but I get I, I, I literally move my hand and go. Right, so fuck. What the do, 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 fuck was I gonna say? I though? don't know what you were gonna say. Uh, but the podcast, no, because you don't know. I don't think you know how to structure it, and I maybe you do. Structure what the philosophy podcast? Yes, because I think you are. I think you are so allergic to anything corny. Yeah, but I think that corniness well, is just execution, and I like I don't I think that like if I told you my ideas, you'd be like that is so gay. Well, no, dude, your so idea gross. was similar to the idea that I had that from now on, like that was an introduction, yeah, and then from now on we are gonna do topic topics. Although yeah. Daniel specifically said. It's a shame that all the philosophy podcasts out there are just one topic. Perfect. No, but it can be it can be free flowing within it because most no, philosophy podcasts are one topic, but they're like 20, 30 minutes long yeah. of someone basically giving you the Wikipedia. About yeah, the, topic. The, the bullet points. No, I would no, no. Like I mean, hear someone like Daniel go that's off. That's the thing yeah. is that we always inevitably do, no matter what the topic is. So I think it's not bad as to kind of structural... and you standing in as. The layman who is educated enough to probably resemble the general the general knowledge level of someone who would look up a philosophy podcast. Because right. someone like Daniel, he's not going to listen to a philosophy podcast. He knows it all already. No, he listens to lectures. You know, <laughs> lectures. Yeah, he yeah. listens to actual philosophers. Exactly. exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. No. I'm. I'm pretty much. Uh, I would say. Yeah, you know, I I You're think I know I know in. enough yeah. that I'm interested in it, mm-hmm. which is important. Like, if I couldn't engage yeah. with what you were saying, then it, it wouldn't be much of a podcast at all. Right. I'm interested in what he has to say, and I can follow it just enough to the point where he can kind of go wherever he wants. He might lose yeah. me at some points, but we'll see. I will say this: you did repeat something that I don't know if made it into the poor quality podcast, but something that I already told you about. What was that? Which is you were like tabula rasa is a Cartesian term, right? And I was like, no, John Locke invented that term. (laughs) And then you said it to him, and he was like, keep forgetting. No, John Locke invented that term. I keep forgetting. (laughs) And you know what? The funny thing is, the first thing we learned in uh, high school, the only uh, official philosophy education I ever had was empiricism and tabula rasa and stuff Mm. like that. But it's similar to me in what Descartes was doing, because he was like, I have to. Well, Descartes was an empiricist, right? No, he was a rationalist. He's basically oh, known for Locke being was a, a, Locke was Locke was the empiricist. So Daniel pointed out, no, tabula rasa is actually the empiricist thing that we're blank slaying. I get empiricism but, and rationalism mixed up all the time, even though they're kind of diametrically yeah. opposed. Yeah, but that's kind of where my problem came with it because when I think of Descartes and I think of his approach to foundationalism, which was to forget, essentially pretend that you've forgotten everything that you know and. Uh, work from the ground up i.e. if the foundations of a building are rotten then the whole building will collapse so you have to work from the ground up to rebuild what you believe basically um and i'm sure daniel's fucking rolling in it he will never listen well the idea of tabula rasa so near as i understand it is very specific which is just it describes the 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 base level nature of human consciousness it means blank slate 
It, right. The, the Latin and, and the word idea is, is The idea is so, humans aren't born with any sort of uh, uh, epistemological ability. Right. They gain all their ability through experience. Yeah. And so yeah, that is yeah. a fundamentally empirical. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. I, and I understand that and I do know that. But it, it, the reason I keep fucking that up is because when I think of Descartes, I think of him basically trying to wipe his wipe all this knowledge away and then start again, i.e. becoming a blind I slave. I see what you're saying. So it, it's more – it's also because I fucking – I studied Latin. So when I hear tab- Tabula Rasa, mm. I just think blank, blank slate. slate. You know what I think of when I hear Tabula Rasa? Breaking Bad. No, what? No, I think that's a Breaking Bad episode. No, you're you're close. It's season six episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Okay, I'm gonna step in here because, as you can probably tell, we're about to get sidetracked into a very long discussion about Buffy the Vampire Slayer, among other things, which Max has insisted that we that we keep. He thinks it's he thinks it's good content. So, as a compromise, I'm gonna upload that separately uh, to another episode called uh, the Popcorn Chatter or something like that, which should be available now. You should be able to see it already. Um, so, if there's a weird jump in this podcast uh, where I cut to when we got back on on topic, uh, that's why. So, if you want to hear us talking about Buffy, go listen to the other one. Uh, if you don't, then uh, just keep listening. We'll be back to what we were talking about, I think. All right. But all of that being said, <laughs> um, you know, we're coming up on the we're coming up on the one year anniversary here. Of, no, we've gone past it. We have gone past the yeah. one year anniversary <laughs> here of the poor quality podcast. You think, if you start a podcast, there's one date you want to remember, and that's the date that your first episode got published. I have, and we missed that zero date. recollection. <laughs> I think I think I sent you a text uh, because my SoundCloud plan expired. Yeah, and I was like, oh, that must mean it's been a year. Well, and you didn't respond. <laughs> yeah, I was like, shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Who cares? Theoretically, there should be a few milestones you celebrate in podcasting. It could be one year. Your it could first be thousand listeners. Fifty. <laughs> it could be fifty episodes. Yep, we haven't reached that. Either. It could be fifty-two episodes if you were actually consistent. You did one a week. That would be a year. We started out that way. Yeah, uh, but uh, your first advertising deal. Oh, yes. You guys remember when Blue Chew reached out to us for a sponsorship? On, your first uh, viral clip? Hey, guys. Hey, fellas. Your first reference by another podcast? These are all the milestones that somehow within a year we haven't managed to hit hey, a everyone single who's listening, one of them. Have you tried any of these dick pills we're hawking? Well, why not try Harry's razors instead? Also, do you hate being among the fucking plebs at the, at the post, post office? office? Yeah. Do you hate going to the post office? Hey, does anyone need a Ridge wallet? <laughs> Have you seen that one? No, I've never heard I that one. I don't know what. It's some kind of galaxy brain wallet of like, it's like. <laughs> We've reinvented the wallet. Yeah, it really is <laughs> Something to hold cards in it. <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking dumb. Anyway, um, that's like one of the few things that hasn't really ever called for an upgrade in technology. It's truly the definition of a better mousetrap. Since the 1800s, honestly. Like, you really um, haven't needed anything else. But at any right. rate, um. I mean, it's hard because we didn't do any prep, so we don't have actual ranked lists because that would be disgusting. No. But if we did an actual, I mean, just 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 let's reminisce on our favorite PQP moments yeah. until we hit it's five. Been, it's been one year, and talk about what the best might be. Now, to me, it's it's absolutely obvious what the best what is moments or episode. Moment. Yeah, or I almost want to save it because it's going to be a killer. I don't think it's I don't think it's contestable. So okay. I'm going to give a lower tier, and All that right. what's is the, what's your lower tier? 
it's kind of behind the scenes. Bear in mind, I don't listen back to them but very the often. But the three or four different times I tried to get my mask does raping. Oh, Christ. And Jim carries the mask. Now, again, that's not something that appears on the edit. But I want you guys to know that it, it first appears in the first episode where we're dis- where we're recording outside of the secret location in downtown Los Angeles. So um, that's what, episode... Maybe 12 10, or 13. 11? Yeah, yeah it's, right. it's early-ish. Okay. Uh, I believe the episode is titled Walk It Back. But uh, we talk about... I talk about um, the gym, gym, how, how the mask rapes. But the funny thing about that is not necessarily the anecdote, although we get two great anecdotes from that, which is Sean imitating the mask and also Sean's friend getting hit by a car immediately following that. With the no, we I told about we that. We blew our wad, dude. That wasn't in episode eleven. That was way earlier. Surely no, you're wrong. Really? Yes. Yeah. I'm a historian of this podcast. Oh well, and yeah. So, and so <laughs> the, that, uh, you have a real advantage here because I don't really yeah, listen. This is my favorite. This is my favorite show. Okay. And so, uh, but the behind the scenes comedy of that is me truly maybe two or three different times trying to tell that story and Sean for some reason. <laughs> cutting it out every time yeah i can't remember exactly why maybe it sometimes it was in. sound quality sometimes you were just like stop <laughs> stop trying Nobody to get your cares because it really is it's like me trying to do a bit it's me trying to do my type well 10 if you put yeah that's the thing is yeah. if you've heard it once and then you hear it coming up again you're yeah. like oh no it's let's cr- not put this in it's gross but eventually like, i did evidently yeah, i don't it's know why gross. me constantly trying to do my top 10 my tight 10 on material is one of the most disgusting elements on this podcast. All right. Well, let's say that's your number five. That's my number five. That's your number five. Yeah. What's your number four? I think... By the way, if you don't remember that that basic premise is that Max remembers a bit where the mask... Well, no, it actually a, happens. a rape. He yeah. shoved, forcibly inserts uh, yes. mufflers yeah, up yeah. to Mechanic's ass for not fixing his car in time. Yeah, and I have a lot of good takes on it. And then I think I talked about when I was younger. You tried to imitate Did that mask. go in the podcast? In the yes, end? it did. Yeah, it did. Uh, where I was younger and I thought, oh, I'm sick of uh, you know people just uh, walking all over me. I'm going to act like the mask. No one walks all over him. Another personal favorite of mine is the episode, I want to say, uh, actually really early on. Adam's Family Devalues, I believe, is the name of the episode. Maybe episode two That's this was. the second episode, I believe. And the ongoing bits about like Uncle Fester watching No Limits Fun <laughs> on the because it's a perfect confluence of my interests, <laughs> <laughs> which is dumb cartoons and <laughs> snuff films. <laughs> yeah, apparently. So that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Fester watching Daisy's Destruction is a is a classic. Uh... By the way, the Adams Family value, uh, not Adams Family. Then we ever come out? It silently came out around <laughs> no Halloween time. No one watched it. <laughs> I have an eight year old yeah. kid, and mm-hmm. even he obviously hasn't been interested in watching. Yeah. We've watched everything else that's yeah. come out, especially during this whole quarantine do thing. You any, do you have any? Favorite, no one has watched the. Do you have any favorites off your off the top? From poor, from the poor quality podcast. Yeah, I mean, I think I know what your number one is, and it's probably mine too. Well, let's so just I don't say. Wanna... It. I mean, yeah, let's save it for a second. All right. All well, right. um, so if I was to think of another one, I mean, honestly, you know, anytime Pendulette comes in, that's really good. You know, I mean, that I the don't know. Joe if Rogan. I think we did like a dueling Joe Rogan Pendulette at one point. I was pretty <laughs> proud of myself for doing a Joe Rogan where I was like mountain lions. Yeah, they're mean motherfuckers, man. <laughs> like, I mean, that pretty much 
constitutes my top moments. It's like I have a Pendulette, Joe Rogan, John Ronson. John th- Ronson is good stuff. Or, I feel like uh, our best John Ronson has been off mic, though. Yeah, sadly. Oh, you yeah. know what? No, we had a great bit about John Ronson getting involved with Max Hardcore. Because <laughs> you were convinced I thought, that I, John Ronson yeah, covered Max Hardcore. I was drifting Hardcore. off while listening to his podcast. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. No, swear. no, no. I could, Not like, to this all. day, I can still <laughs> hear him saying... And here I am in Florida State Penitentiary with Max Hardcore. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah, no, uh, obviously it wasn't real. <laughs> yeah. I, I listened to the podcast in full later, and yeah, yeah it's not there, but I definitely heard it. Uh, and then for me, also another bit, uh, Hollywood Vampires. That whole routine. That was good, yeah. You know, like that's all fun, because I fucking, I still to this day can't imagine why they exist. I mean, there's a real theme <laughs> going here, which is we really like the uh, the just, pop culture. Just taking the piss out of We really of like being rude celebrities, to pop yeah. culture people. Um, yeah, it's never like, oh, and this was a really good point I made, or this was a really no, meaningful yeah, it's sentiment. always when we're mocking Oh, this was someone. a really nice story about my loved ones. No, it's, no, always, it's always like, being a hey, remember that time that I said Johnny Depp was a cunt? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, that was a funny yeah. bit, because I remember I had a good bit in there about uh, Alice Cooper yeah, thinking Al- that Johnny Depp was a real vampire. <laughs> that bit is good. I mean, yeah. in, in my short-lived attempt to try and like put yeah. clips on YouTube, Yeah, that was one of the bits I put on, because yeah. that whole Hollywood vampire, I mean, it's yeah. impossible if anyone is talking about the Hollywood vampires, it's impossible not to be funny. It's because so the, good. The, yeah. the entire act is funny. Like there's nothing there's nothing you can do really to make it serious. It's such a stupid idea and there's such a stupid vain fucking yeah. vanity project band. Uh it, it's the epitome of everything that's kind of shite about celebrity, especially as far as musicians go. And yet no one uh, aside from me, I don't know anyone else who's really fucking complaining about them. <laughs> I think they should be. <laughs> I think they really they should need be. More, they need more. Light is the best disinfectant. Well, it's like yeah. Johnny Depp, Alice Cooper, like these huge names, and they're going out and doing this fucking thing in front yeah. of thousands of people, and no one's coming out. No Not one, one of those thousands of people is coming out and being like, um, no. <laughs> this yeah. is no, fucking guys, awful. No. No. I well, mean, a yeah. few YouTube commenters were. I think one of the YouTube comments said something like, it's like watching a bunch of session musicians help some old people across the street. Well, do you, re- <laughs> <laughs> well, do you remember? Funny. Actually, you know, it's a great moment from the latter days. Oh, really? That I think, uh, is there I one? think about like, I think about like, yeah, because every moment we've named, again, from the first 10 episodes. But like, yeah, pretty much. I think about this and I laugh a lot, What's which that? is... This slide look like your old mama pee on your t-shirts. Oh, the water slide comments? <laughs> that shit. Dude, I feel like that one got a big rise in the comments. Yeah, too. you know, although I, I want to go back retroactively now. I, I think in that podcast I said something to the effect of, I've seen ride videos and on regular roller coaster rides, the comments are always pretty what you'd expect. There's nothing yeah. unusual about them. Uh, whereas what what you just parks. weren't looking close enough? Are they fucked up too? Well, since I went to Disneyland and since I started looking up more rides, yeah, I've noticed that there are a lot. Of, <laughs> I sent you some. Do you Every once in a while, you'll send me something weird. I can pull them up. Yeah, can you please pull up that one about Indiana Jones? Yeah, the Indiana Jones ride because that is the most autistic thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. And I don't mean that in a mean way, but seriously, once you hear it, you'll understand exactly Let's what I mean. See here. Let me, yeah, look at my, let me go to like the, the media. media. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've sent you some screenshots uh let's see making fun of the werewolf making fun of wow we just it's just a lot of 
Max and I don't text it's to a talk. Lot of, we it's just really send, just we send each other. <laughs> we send each other. Look at this that we've fucking. Seen. Literally, yeah. <laughs> Sean and I's entire relationship has been predicated on look at this asshole on social media, <laughs> or I mean, in my case, mostly YouTube comments. I guess. Yeah. Well, mm. no. For me, it's always someone that we know personally. Yeah, that's uh, what I get from you. I, that's how I. That's my connection to social media right now. Is Max sending me? A clip? Well, here's one. I mean, here's a little appetizer to whet your appetite. This is presumably from Mr. Toad. When I wrote... This is from Hayes Coleman. So this is something I sent to you. Yeah. Right. When I wrote this in 2019, I pretended to steer the motor car through the ride. And when we got to the policeman that says stop, I told him I can't stop. Pretty good. Pretty good. Pretty good bants. So instantly you're imagining a guy in a car by himself yelling yeah. at the cardboard cutouts that are coming in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, maybe very cool. Uh, let's see here. So this must have been slightly thereafter. Um, here it is. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. So, so just, to wet, just to whet your appetite before we get to the Indiana Jones, I do have one from Pirates of the Caribbean from David Yuen. Was this me sending it to you? Yes. Okay. I am Hong Kong Chinese and Christian. A million exclamation points. <laughs> I remember this one. Jake Williams. No one asked and no one cares. <laughs> David Yuen again. Okay, thanks for your comment. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to respond to completely mean criticism. <laughs> okay, thanks for your All comment. Right, thanks. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> All right, so here we're gonna close it <laughs> off on this. I guess we're gonna talk about our number one big. Yeah, 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 yeah. But all right, so I, th- here's another screenshot I sent you okay. from. That, we're talking from about Indiana, our top moments. Indiana Jones. Yeah, but we're talking about our top moments from the yeah. podcast. This didn't make it onto the podcast. No, it, it didn't come till after. It ties back to the yes. water park comments. This is an appendix. This is on. I, I I wish I could tell you the exact title of the. Can, it, does it say it on there? What the title of the video is, so you can see this comment for uh, yourself. No. Damn it. But I'm anyway, it's Indiana Jones Adventure or something like yeah, that. Yeah, but countless people have uploaded videos yeah. of that over the years. So anyway, on the Indiana Jones ride at Disneyland, I found this comment. I sent it to Max. Mm-hmm. Here it is. This is from Andrea Patain. This ride is awesome. It's fake, yet cool. <laughs> Millions of kids. <laughs> wait, 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 let's <laughs> let's dissect this one. <laughs> This ride is fake yet cool. I'm like all those as if real he's pointing rides. out yeah. that it, yeah. Like, unfortunately, I know what you're, you're not say. actually in a demon temple. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. It's fake, but it is still cool. <laughs> and yet it's cool. All right, this ride is awesome. It's fake yet cool. Millions of kids would end up getting scared to death of the robotic cobra whose fangs protrude out of its mouth in this. <laughs> People talking too formally is so funny. They got the thesaurus app. (laughs) By their side at all times. But again, like, again, it's not even just the robotic cobra. It's whose fangs protrude out of its mouth. Rather than the cobra with the teeth. Missed the word animatronic and went for robotic. Robotic, uh, Okay, so... The robot cobra. Millions, millions of kids would end up getting scared to death of the robotic cobra whose fangs protrude out of its mouth in the snake temple scene of the ride. <laughs> of the ride. As I'm, if you're talking about something else. <laughs> I'm planning to... And you would think that would be followed up by, but me personally, but no. it's. Just, but I find it just, awesome. No, he just moves on. I'm planning to go back on this ride with my parents again next year in May. 
This year in May good. specifically. Hey, good. Yeah. I'm glad you're gonna let us this know when your you're there. So, Disney uh, vacation. <laughs> this year in December, I dreamed. <laughs> he's cataloged it. You know, he's, he's cataloged his exact thoughts on this ride. This, this year in December. Scholar, right? This year in December, I dreamed that I was an extra in the character's movie from the past as Clarice C- Krupp's Indy's made-up best friend. <laughs> Now, I think Clarice is uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark. She's his love interest, right? No, that's Marion. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, Clarice so. Krupps is a made-up character for his dream. Do you oh, understand? he made one up. Yeah, listen to the sentence. Okay, all right, say it again. This year Sorry. in December, I dreamed that I was an extra in the character's movie from the past as Clarice Krupps, parentheses, Indy's, Indy's made-up best friend. Well, if it was Indy's... Best friend in the movie. No, it wouldn't made be made up best. Well, friend. made up best friend, but it wouldn't be an extra then. An extra is some is usually a pretty much non-speaking I, I can't role. Sp- I can't speak to that, but I do know you that there's think no he character in Indiana exactly. Jones named Clarice Krupps. <laughs> you would think he would have explained what an extra entails. Right. You would, you would, <laughs> how <laughs> thorough he is. Yeah, he's I'd say thorough, it's a woman, yeah. Andrea Patain. No, it could be Italian. Maybe. Andrea is an Italian boy's name. The it slow- sounds like a guy. There's no No, no, no. Get ready. Fuck. Right. We got to stop interrupting this because the okay. flow is too... All right. Uh, go back to... Okay. I made up friend. I'm planning to go back on this ride in my parents again with my parents again next May. In this year in December, I dreamed that I was an extra in the character's movie from the past as Clarice Krupp's Indy's made up best friend. The slow speed of the REM and changes in brainwaves took me back in time to the time that the movie was released. <laughs> well, wait, which movie? There are three. There are I'm four guessing, Indiana Jones. I'm guessing movies. Raiders of the Lost Ark. I but don't also, know. okay, let's think. Let's think about this as well. Why would Indiana Jones need a made-up best friend? Well, Andrea Pertain goes on. I did see a full-bodied image of Harrison Ford in his youthful years, before he aged as we know today, in his famous outfit for the protagonist who has his own ride in Disneyland. <laughs> what the fuck is that going was, on? That was when I sent it to you. When I read that, I didn't even read the rest of it. When I when I read that sentence, I was like, all right, <laughs> Max needs to see this, because if there's anyone more autistic than him, this is it. <laughs> like, that was fucking crazy. He yeah. was about to take the silver... Wait, read that sentence again. I did see, so dating the dream, yes. I did see a full-bodied image of Harrison Ford in his youthful years, before he aged as we know today, in his famous outfit for the protagonist who has his own ride in Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, he Indiana was a, Jones. <laughs> he was about to take the silver idol instead of the gold one from Raiders of the Lost Ark. The cave was about to shake and booby traps were going to go off. It was nothing like the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular located in Disney's Hollywood Studios. I'd love to tell more about it, but I'm having trouble remembering the rest of the ride and what happens in my dreams. Final sentence. I'm hooked on this ride. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Yeah, that guy wrong. Yeah, so I was wrong. It wasn't just... Um... It wasn't just water parks, water slides that have the weird comments. I uh, watched a video of the Matterhorn bobsleds, and one of the comments said something to the effect of, going on this ride makes my vagina tingle. Woohoo! Yeah. Very true. Yeah, very true. So true. I'm sure if I had I a do, vagina... There used to be so many people on our Disneyland, and I've told... I mean, you've pointed out to me as well, but, like, our Disneyland is 
It's full of the saddest people on earth. I've been looking at it recently. Who clearly their whole life is Disneyland. Yeah. And all they're doing right now is being like, I tried to remake churros from scratch. Yeah, and it looks like ass. But the way Disneyland. Made I, them. Yeah, I've been checking it every day because I want to know when it's coming back, and they'll be the first to report. Yeah, if it is. Um, but what I've mostly seen is yeah, either people taking like posting photos from five years ago, being like, "Look at the pier," and it's always the same exact photo, the fucking yeah. Pixar pier at California Adventure. But not only that, they don't want it to come back because they're confused. The annual pass holders are all Californians. Californians love the lockdown. They don't want it to end. Right. They don't know what so to say. So they're really fucking conflicted yeah. here. So you see someone every now and then go, damn it, I had my vacation booked for August. I was going to take my family to Disneyland for the first time. My kid has never been. Yeah. And I love it. It's my favorite place on earth. I'm coming all the way from Canada. And the first comment will be like, do you really want to put your kid in danger of death? <laughs> I love Mickey as much as anybody. Shit, yeah. But we don't want him to die. Do you want Mickey to die? You want to kill Mickey? You're going to kill Mickey too. You know Mickey is 95 years old, right? Yeah. (laughs) And then they're also, they're like, uh, (laughs) they're saying, well, I hope if it does come back, if it ever does. And these are people who love, they're on the R Disneyland. Unless it's it's people who are like infiltrating from other Reddits being like, oh, people are going to want Disneyland to come open. No, no, no. These are the people who are like, I made my own Monte Cristo from the Blue Bayou. Yeah, but then they're like, if Disneyland does open, I hope it's at 10% capacity and it's only for Supreme Pass holders. Supreme Pass holders. Or whatever the fuck, you know, the the, the highest one. The racial realists. Exactly. (laughs) The ones who have fucking thousands of dollars a year to spend on Disneyland. But also, uh, they also say things it's like you know, I hope they're giving temperature checks. And oh yeah, well this kind of shit, which is like, like, is it the happiest place on if earth? If it's gonna it... open up, Big Brother better be. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like we better be fucking strictly enforced. Well, I, I hope mean... the stormtroopers, the stormtroopers shouldn't be just characters anymore. They should actually be enforcing <laughs> social distancing on Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Yeah, trains aren't allowed. I don't want to get too big down the COVID <laughs> hole right now. Nah, fuck but COVID. Just real quick, I just want to get real quick, like. Uh, we did end up going down the COVID hole, and it wasn't real quick, so I'm just going to cut that whole bit out, and uh, we'll get back to it. Okay. So, right, moment of truth. Number one moment on the podcast. Number one, we say it at the same time? Yeah. Three, two, two one. one cheese bread. Well, uh, well, there you go. Specifically. That episode, I think, was probably I mean, that's a legend episode all the way through. And it was, what, episode four? Four. Yeah, you know what's funny about that is that one and uh, the one that's been the two that have been praised the most often to me. Uh-huh. There's one guy, John Santo. He he listens to the podcast, which I'm probably surprised hear by. Yeah, he, you know what he praises to me? He likes the Fox and Fox episode. Now he's the only uh, person I've heard praise that episode. I like that one. I do not. I think, I think that episode is kinda, really bad. I I've never. That's the only that. episode I've never listened to all the way through. Actually, I like the one with Brandon too. The, the I love the one with Brandon. Brandon. I think actually that would be one of my top moments was yeah. the the bleeped out word in that one. Oh, that was good. <laughs> That's a good bit. You know, I like that. Yeah. Um, but no, so yeah, the Mugtail one. Which David, is, is, is the is main it? thing he always said to me about the poor quality podcast. He goes, "You know what I love about you guys is you guys." He had like this weird perspective on the podcast early on. I, remember, I don't think he I, listens yeah. anymore. Where he was <laughs> He's like, up. "Yeah, because because we disillusioned him with our bullshit." Yeah, maybe. but he was like, "You guys delve into the parts of the internet." That I don't want to go to. Yeah. And it made me think we should, maybe if we want to revitalize this, we should pivot to like internet subculture documentaries. But I sort of don't really care. I, I know a bit about them. But How do you I, not? 
I still but don't, it would give honestly. you, you know, to me, I like the idea of a research based podcast because it gives me an incentive <laughs> to research. Yeah, no, I get you. I get yeah. you. I, I think I, I think I prefer if that comes up organically enough. Sure. Uh, well, I'm just going to start yeah, making so, that my beat. But also, David's not a particularly good example there because he seemingly knows nothing about the. I mean, I don't. I wouldn't call myself. He's not on the internet. Exactly. Yet. Yeah. So I wouldn't call myself a particularly like online person. I mean, I am to an extent, but not really. You used to be when you were finding uh, sluts on Habo Hotel. No, nah, it wasn't me. That was, that was my mate <laughs> seeking sluts on Habo Hotel. No. Nah. Uh, but like Mugtown, so I thought that was pretty much yeah. an acronym everyone, everyone knew, but apparently not. Uh, they're banned now. They're ban- their subreddit's gone. I know. They I got, saw that. Uh, it's fucking tragic. Yeah, ironically quarantined uh, well, a few months ago. I mean, so we can't read any of that shit anymore. I would love to make that a, <laughs> a recurring segment because there's always something, you know, but th- they have a website, which is great, you know. And I mean, have you been on their website? I think it's like mugtown.com. No, is it awesome? I mean, I, I think the, the the image, the banner image is like, you know, a fast car driving down an empty highway. <laughs> and, and then there's a, like a Rolex watch at one point. And yeah. It's basically like a James Bond website. Yeah, of course. Of course. That's just what you a get. bunch of Mugtown. As soon as you stop talking to women, all that will fall. Yeah, your exactly. Yeah. I mean, uh, it's a real shit. Yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm against that i'm against them being i'm honestly i'm against deplatforming me too in general and and everyone who i mean yeah yeah let's lose that bit oh you know we talked about uh going back to our famous pqp moments and i think i was i was listening i don't remember the episode mm-hmm. but it's early yeah going back a year ago and i think it's one of the ones that's aged the best and it's you and i sitting there saying over and over yeah Nothing ever happens. Nothing ever Nothing happens, ever changes. Yeah. Nothing ever happens. People freak out. Oh, this is going to cause a big change. Nope. Nothing ever happens. Yeah, that's aged like milk. It that has fucking... aged like milk. I mean... and, then it, and I guess it, it re- leads me into my next poor quality podcast reference, which is... Wait, no. It hasn't. It hasn't. People said the coronavirus was going to wipe out a quarter of the world's population. Oh, but things that have hasn't changed. Happened. Maybe not in the way they said. No. But people things have are things, happening People right have now. fucked things up. But the disasters haven't... I, I guess now I can retroactively say what I mean by, ah, oh, nothing ever really happens, is that the natural order of things kind of just continues the way it would go. When, I think coronavirus has continued exactly more or less as it would have gone. Uh, I think the the way that what we're doing is fucking things up. That's it. That doesn't matter. All that matters is things... I'll just say this. When I had, at the beginning of all this, before the stimulus checks went out, and I had like $200 in my bank account, and me and Brandon and David were meeting up to ration out a ham that he got from his closed <laughs> restaurant, I was thinking to myself, this is fucked up. <laughs> and it's got nothing to do with coronavirus. It's got to do with everything being shut down. Yeah. Uh, but it's exactly. regardless, it's like, wow, this is fucked. Like, things are happening. And uh, as far as how things might go for the Poor Quality Podcast, I can only return to a quote from our favorite character, The Mask, which is, hold on to your lug nuts. <laughs> it's time for an overhaul. <laughs> no, I think as far as the Poor Quality Podcast, we can stick to the old adage of, eh, nothing ever really happens. You're right. Well, on this podcast, folks, you can always guarantee nothing ever nothing happens. Nothing ever really happens. <laughs> All, right, All right. Happy one year. Happy one there year. There we go.